Right, so I was, I was thinking about the fact that we don't have any theme music for the show. Yeah. And, well, I think maybe we need some. I've always thought we do need some. Yeah, well, I was, I was thinking, well, we need something that's kind of, I don't know, jovial and, uh, um, I don't know, sort of like the humorous... Something fun, something, something light-hearted. fun and light-hearted, something that's not taking itself too seriously. What do you reckon? Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what we'll go with. Okay. I'll find something. Okay. Was our uh, that was our new theme music? It was, was quite too heavy. Uh, I don't know. I, I, um, I, know. I think that's 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 fun. I think if people want to email us and let us know what <laughs> they think, then I'm open to that. Okay, I I like it. Yeah, I it's love it. It's not in itself a bad piece of music. It's a good piece of music. Yeah. Don't know if it's a show theme. But I I think it is. I, I think like it's our show theme. Bit. I like the D Space Ninety beginning bit. Yeah, maybe we'll use that for the yeah future shows. So that was that was actually emailed to us by a guy called George Wood, who uh, I think he writes computer game music. Yes, and that was some of it. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Wood. Yeah, that's uh, well, terrific. I'll put details and links to him in the show notes. I actually do show notes. Do you? Well, I will because there's now something to put in them. I see. Normally, okay. I just put smug little comments. You know. Yes, I know. Um, what else would you do? Well, maybe a show synopsis or something. Show synopsis? Yeah. I, I often with this show try to put the topic. Yeah. But a synopsis is... Uh, well, that would be a synopsis, wouldn't it? No, that's, isn't that just a title? Wouldn't a synopsis, I would I would give you some information as to the details of I what s- we talked about. I suppose, maybe, I don't know, maybe... I'd, so synopsis, it's not like a plot that, summary, is it? Yeah, it's more like a like content summary. Up. It would be a is plot it? summary of us talking about something. I see. Which is a very strange thing. Well, we haven't even said it. Make it so. Hello. Welcome to Make It So. Welcome. 35. 35. I remember. Avec theme tune. Um, it, my yeah, name is Mike. 35 episodes. 35 episodes for someone to email you a theme tune. And now we're not sure. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's a great theme tune. Um, I'm Mike Dawson. I'm Richard Smith. Okay. And this week we are doing something... As with the previous episode, uh, 20 Things Would Never Happen on Next Gen, this is a forum thread which has been getting our attention and is quite frankly hilarious. Um, so we decided to do an episode dedicated to this. Started by one Matthew K. It is about various different Star Trek spin-offs. Now, if we just read his first uh, his first entry, I think this comes is 
is derivative of your uh, Rise of Nights idea with uh, Jake and uh, Wesley going around investigating No, stuff. Wesley and Riker. Wesley and Riker, was it? Or it not? has to be Will Riker. Will, Wesley Crusher is optional. Okay. Ideally, Wesley Crusher. Right. It has to be Will Riker or it just wouldn't work. Right, okay. Uh, so, Matthew K. writes, uh, With Enterprise cancelled prematurely, talk about coming full circle and the new movie apparently rehashing old stuff, it seems pretty clear that Star Trek is no longer original and groundbreaking. The solution? Spin-offs. After listening to Mike and Rich talk about Rise of Nights, I thought, what about other Star Trek spin-offs that could come about? These I've listed below uh, to get started are based on different categories. Uh, yada, yada, yada. So, um... So, yeah, this came from the fact that a long time ago we talked about Rise, Rise of Nights. Nights. As in Baywatch Nights, but with Will Riker <laughs> instead of David Hassel. Yeah. So this is quite an amusing idea, basically taking current and vintage television shows, mainly US television shows, um, and applying them to the universe of Star Trek. So first off, we have CSI Deep Space Nine, uh, which I think is a cracking little idea. I'm not sure about Cisco playing a stotic lead of a crime-solving DS9 crew. It would have to be Odo. It would have to be, yeah. You know, I don't know. I think in many cases that would be like several episodes that already exist of deep space Nine. well yeah this is sort of where it's, it's not as much of a departure as perhaps riser nights would be no but you know it's a good starting point um it's a good starting point but i'm just analyzing it very quickly in my mind mm. like i didn't think to do beforehand <laughs> and essentially the premise of the show would just be odo solving crimes yeah and we've seen that a lot yeah You'd have to just put some 80s camp sort of swagger on the whole thing. You'd give him a car. You'd give him, you'd give him a... Some form of car. A, a, a shuttlecraft that doesn't, you know, that has a, a passenger door that doesn't open properly and you have to wind down the window and jump in. One of those things, or you know. Or a sporty thing like Magnum's uh, Ferrari. Yeah. We'd have to extend his jurisdiction beyond DS9. Or, yeah, Odo, Odo has, a, has a, a really plush... Apartment that he could no way afford on a Bajoran security officer's uh, salary, <laughs> but because the apartment is on a fault line on one of the uh, Bajoran provinces, it's all right. He gets the property for a lesser rate. That's the that's the way we'd is explain that the way it. Away. it goes? That's the way Nash Bridges explained it anyway. So that's what I'm going with. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know enough about <laughs> Nash Bridges to know that. I did only because I was a homicide fan, and Nash Bridges used to whip homicides' ass in the ratings, and it was trash. So you just thought, if I like homicide, and this is more popular, maybe no, I like. No, that. no, I only knew about it because we mocked it as homicide fans. We mocked it every week ah. for it was trash, and I only ever watched one episode of it, and it was trash. I'm having trouble with my glasses. I can see that. The, the... Here's my problem. Okay. I'm long-sighted. I can see You're you. You're long-sighted? Yes. All right. I, I can see you perfectly. Right. Okay? But what I can't see is my phone to read this off. Ah, I see. And so I'm now stuck with the problem of every time I look down, I need to see through them. Mm. And every time I look up at you, I need to take them up. Now, I can't be taking them off and putting them on again. So, really, I'm 28 and I need bifocals. <laughs> I need... I need the bottom bit to be, like, looking down near long sightedness and the top bit to just be clear. It could be quite difficult. Is that what bifocal is? I it's think two I, levels yeah, of focal, it's, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So if one of them is, like, no focal, that's that's still allowed. Uh, well, yeah, that still be technically bifocal. Um, okay. okay, I'm going to move on. Fantasy on. Planet, this is based around Fantasy Island, and oh, a show right. I've never seen an episode of. No, me neither. I just I know, know it's got Khan in. Yeah, it's got Khan, Ricardo Montalban. 
Uh, is it Ban? Montalban. Montalban. I should learn shit like that. It stars as Khan Noonien Singh, genetically enhanced Superman, exiled to SETI Alpha 5. He meets up with a short, enterprising Ferengi and sets up hollow suites to allow anyone the chance to live out their wildest fantasies, of, uh, oftentimes learning more about themselves. Soon, SETI Alpha 5 thrives as the vacation spot of the galaxy. <coughs> Look, boss, the starship, the starship. I can't do the voice of the little guy from Man with the Golden Gun. Uh, damn. But that's him. Okay. Uh, the Odo couple. Uh, right. So this is this is the odd couple. The odd couple, uh, yeah. From the TV show of the movie. I, I don't know about this show. I don't know what the odd couple is. The odd couple was a movie with Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. Uh, yes, I do know what this is. Uh, they lived in, together and didn't get on. Yeah. And then there was a TV spin-off with uh, Quincy and the other guy. Can't remember his name, but... All the Americans will probably know who he is. Right. Um, and then they made a second movie. Right, okay. And that was on TV the other night and really bad. Hmm. Uh, but that's that's the odd couple. It has a very distinctive theme tune you'd probably recognise as well. Okay, okay. Uh, but it's two people who don't get, get on. One of them's messy and stays up late and drinks, and the other one's really prim and proper. And all. You know, this is almost like this house. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, so this would be what Odo and Quark uh, mucking around and yeah, yeah, not too dissimilar from elements of the show. I mean, this is where the maybe idea this is, is the coming from. Of Deep Space Nine that, that it encompasses all these other shows and elements. Yeah, you're getting every show in one. Mm-hmm. That's why we love it so much. Yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, what's wrong with Voyager? There you go, just off the top of my head. Well, there yeah. Um, okay, so next comment is uh, from Art Robot, um, a long-time contributor to the forum. Uh, Trek Nights, this would be a comedy drama in the vein of Sports Night, Studio 60, or the 100th episode of SG-1. Wormhole Extreme, based on making Star Trek shows, egotistical main star, troublesome guest stars, normal teenage cast members, etc. Um, it's too com. Complicated for me. I didn't know. Yeah, I that went over my head. Yeah. Sorry, Art Robot. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Almost like Galaxy Quest TV show in that Star Trek is recognized. Uh, no. Trek Adder. Trek Adder. I like the idea that ancestors of the next gen crew see, that would get on good. each other's nerves. You can see an excellent photoshopped picture of the cast of Black Adder replaced by the faces of the next gen on our forum. And the you can find. Riker is Baldrick and Black Adder. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that would be, be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Just give me more Jonathan Frakes and Patrick Stewart, and I'm happy. Yeah, okay. Watched him again in uh, Extras the other night. He yeah. He never stops being funny, this old Captain Picard. I mean, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Tribbles. Tribbles. That's from uh, Bronco. Uh, Four Tribbles living in a Klingon sewer <laughs> come upon a mysterious ooze. They then mutate into six-foot-tall Tribbles who love pizza and re- uh, reproduce with every slice. They find themselves at odds with a mutant Klingon Targ named Chewer. <laughs> really, is that as far as you got? Chewer. <laughs> who is hell-bent on ruling the world. <laughs> it would have to be animated, but I could see it working. Yeah, I can We'd see it. We'd have Tribble yeah. toys. We'd have Targ toys. Yeah. Are you imagining the Tribbles with shells? 
That's just weird. Well, that's just how it came to my head. How would they be ninja? Would they turtles? have bandanas? Like, I mean, the, would they have like red like thing and a blue thing to identify which one was which? They'd have to, or yeah. they could be different shades of. Brand. How would they wield their weapons? How would they do anything? They're fucking tribbles. <laughs> They've got no legs. They've got no, no feet. They'd roll around a lot. Um, they don't roll. They only roll when they fall off shit. Right, okay. Would it be like someone... Uh, what was Danger Mouse's sidekick called? Penfold. Yeah, would it be like his eyebrows? Like, the the weapons would just float around them in a kind of animated get-out-of-jail-free kind of way. Quite possibly. Huh. Quite possibly. It could work. I think it could work. Um, especially the Klingon Targ named Chewer. Um, Chewer. Chewer. Is that the... Um, instead of Shredder. Is that instead of Shredder? What, what, what about Splinter? What would Splinter, Splinter be? was the rat master. Yeah, yeah, but Splinter would... See, the Klingon Targ being Splinter would make more sense. Well, then who would be the bad guy? Well, that would just be some Worf. Klingon. Yeah, Worf. Worf, you've got to get Bring Worf, Worf back. Yeah, Worf's got to be in every one of these. Whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, is he not? Can he, we get Worf in Yeah, I'm sure we can. Um, he could be in Rise of Nights. Okay. What else do we have? Uh, Sorry to the listeners because my phone's beeping. I've put it into offline mode and now it beeps every time I press the key. That's just bad. Uh, uh, Stone Trek. Star Trek yeah. with the Flintstones. How would that work? Yeah. Like, you have to be in space. Otherwise, yeah. you trek. if you make it Stone Trek, then you're trekking through stone. Unless the crew of the that. Enterprise got trapped back in, back in the Flintstones era. Having a yabba-dabba-doo mm. time. Hmm. I could see Klingon Klingons fitting in quite well with that lot, you know. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Do you think Picard and Fred would get maybe some sort of power struggle or something? I, I don't, don't know. know how it would work. Really, it's very complicated. Uh, yeah. I mean, the scientific discoveries—you know—finding out that we are in fact the ancestors of people who had drive-in movie theaters and cars where you just pushed along with your feet. Yeah. Well, that'd yeah. be a good episode. Okay, okay. Didn't they do a Jetsons Meet the Flintstones? Yes, they did. Yes. Did they? Yes. It was a big one, like a movie feature-length thing, I think. Jetsons Meet the Flintstones. They had a gay old time. Okay, so we've got uh, Rescue 1701. Uh, Captain James T. Kirk hosts several reenactments of injuries and accidents occurring to uh, in the line of duty of the Federation starship on uh, the Starbase. So Star Trek version of 999. Yeah. Uh... Or uh, some American program. No, American ah, there was, was a William Shatner hosted yeah, program. It was Rescue 911. That was it. And 999 was a spin off of that. That was, was it? buying Rescue 911. Ah. It was on Sky when we first ever got Sky. Yes, I, yes, and, I remember. Uh, I remember my sister as a child used to love watching William Shatner. On Rescue 911. 999 used to terrify me. Exactly. He used to come back into school and, like, you'd be like, oh, did you see the one where the guy got the javelin through his neck? And everyone was talking about the guy who got the javelin through his neck for weeks. The William Shatner one was much more tea timey. Right. Whereas the. Our one was a lot scarier. It was was after the watershed. Yeah, it it was proper gruesome, some of them. Uh, Yeah. Okay, uh, Federation Chopper. These ones are my favourite ones of all the suggestions. Engineer Chief Montgomery Scott, Scotty Scott, Mars O'Brien and Geordie LaForge set up their own shop and build customised motorcycles for various uh, Star Trek themes, utilising Federation technology to add futuristic touches. The main attraction, however, is the interaction uh, between Scotty and Miles, who often are each other's throats over design, work and ethnic... Uh, 
ethic, ethic work ethic. Sorry, uh, Scotty taking more lackadaisical attitude uh, conflicts greatly with O'Brien's stringent work ethic. Did O'Brien really have that much of a stringent work ethic? That was more Geordie. We had that clash in relics. Well, Geordie was a bit more OCD. Yeah, everything had to be working absolutely perfectly. That sort of thing. Miles O'Brien would get everything working and he'd stay at it all night. Yeah, that's but true. It, it would be held together with duct tape and beer mats. Yeah, but he had problems with what he was working with. Really, ultimately, Geordie's yeah engineering was far more advanced than anything that O'Brien ever touched. In seven years of Deep Space Nine, they never got a Federation computer in. No, uh, moon too much of an overhaul apparently. Oh, was it? Was that covered? I think they did cover it. Was just you know to use to you'd have to rip out everything. You'd have to shut down the life support. It'd take too long. Okay. In that time, the situation would become vulnerable. I mean, once the Dominion came in, yeah, there's just no time for that. You've got to adapt what you have. I'll forgive them then. Yeah, I'll forgive them then. What okay. Is- Pimp my runabout. This was my absolute favorite. <laughs> I would love to see. Pimp my runabout. <laughs> I don't know what you'd have in a pimped-up runabout of the future. Yeah, you can live in a runabout, so it's got everything in, that you need in a Didn't house. Didn't you always want one? Oh, so much. Yeah, especially the little bunk beds at the back. And so much. Yeah. Runabout. Well, not yeah, because the runabouts were bigger. Yeah, I seem to remember seeing somewhere on the DS9. Uh, what am I thinking? Of? Extras. I wanted to say extensions, and it just wasn't right. <laughs> I'm still in programming mode. Okay. Um, the, the premise of the runabout was that it was modular, and you could change it to be whatever you wanted it to be. Uh. So it had a, a separate drive section, and it just all fitted together. And the back bit of it could either be like a big room, or it could be a science lab, or it could be extra weapons, or it could be all sorts of different mm. things. And I don't think they played enough with that. Well, to be honest, if I remember correctly, the only time you see the rear end of the rear section of a of a runabout is in a next gen episode uh, called the one in series five, series six, the end of series six, six. where the uh, the Enterprise is moving really, 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 really slowly, and so is a Romulan warbird. Pockets of time, yeah, pockets of time, and Picard draws a face in the uh, the Enterprise, yeah, uh, the warp core breach, and. Yeah, it does a smiley face. I've it's seen, quite, yeah, it's I've seen that funny. one a hundred thousand times. Yeah, and likewise, it's it's still a brilliant episode. Um, but yeah, that's the only time you ever see the the back end of a runabout. As that's far as I'm aware, true. I don't think, and you never see it in Deep Space Nine. See, it's another set to build. Yes, which is one thing, um, and it's a big set with windows generally. Yes, so that's backdrops a big set and stars yeah. and that sort of thing. I can understand them not wanting to. And if you're going to play up on the fact that you can make it anything, then you've essentially got three or four sets to build. Yeah. Maybe. Although, I don't know, would you just... That's props, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. I assume the inside of the runabout would look the same, whether it was a science lab or a house or whatever. And it's just the items contained within that dictate what role it takes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see that. But okay. God, I wanted a runabout, mate. I, I, I really... I still want one. I but, still would love one. You know, the thing is, you wanted an Enterprise to go exploring the galaxy, but the way I thought about having a runabout was the same way I think about having a car. Yeah. And I'd just use it like that. Yeah. I'd fly around Earth in a runabout. But it's better than the car because you can, like... Well, you can travel through space, but it's more like a Winnebago. It's like a... Yeah. It's like a... You know, you could sleep in it. It has an infinite supply of food, you know. And I always thought the, the Winnebago in uh, Spaceballs. I always wanted one of those. Oh, Traveling yes. around the galaxy in one of those and... 
you know, jamming people. I, I did. I was thinking about Raspberry. this weekend. As Alison was at that festival, up to her knees in mud, quite literally up to her knees in mud. Yeah. With the tent she got from Sainsbury's. And I've never done a massive three-day festival, but I always thought if I did, I'm not doing it in a poxy little shitty tent and getting up to my knees in mud. <laughs> That's you know, how you do three-day festivals, you know camper, Richard. You know the camper thing that Robert De Niro has in Meet the Fuckers? The big I've coach. never seen it. It's, you have to, it's worth seeing just to see the motorhome he buys. Right. It's, it's amazing. And I'd want one of those. Okay, okay. Just drive up to Glastonbury in a fucking camper van. Drive it down. There you go. There's my fucking tent. <laughs> I've got my own fucking toilet with toilet paper and a shower. Cheating. Cheating. Not cheating. Cheating. It's not cheating. Yes or no? Would that be cheating anyone? That's. <laughs> it's not. You don't have to get muddy. You do. It's part of the whole thing. It's Ideally, like... it wouldn't rain at all, surely. Yeah. You don't want mud. You uh, get trench foot. People get trench foot. Yeah. I don't want trench foot. Well, that's part of the sacrifice. Fuck that. <laughs> Sacrifice for people who you can buy on a CD. It's true. And not get one. No one's making you go, Richard. That's why I don't go. Exactly. It's one of many reasons. Holodeck Discoveries. This is a long one. Okay. Yeah. Geordie LaForge hosts a children's program that promotes education, but instead of just reading antiquated books like they were stuck in the 20th century, they use the holodecks to reenact literary... Hang on, scrolling. Historical, literary and historical accounts. I've taken the glasses off. Now the kids are literally... Becoming what was only edited together in the Reading Rainbow opening. You've lost me now. From learning about life in 6th century Europe to exploring... So basically what we're talking about is a holodeck run programme starring... Kids history show. show, Science show with Geordie LaForge. As the host. This is one of... I could see this working. I could see that. Science with Geordie. Yeah, I can see that. This is one of my favourites now. Uh, Nip-tuck species reassignment. <laughs> uh, Dr. Bashir and McCoy decide to start their own cosmetic surgical practice, specialising in not only curing physical problems, but selling skewed sense of beauty, but in, even literally changing the species of several clients when approached. McCoy plays McNamara, the straight-laced, morally conflicted Dr. Bashir's uh, sue, sue him and uh, so, so them. Sue him and screw him. Sue him and screw him. Sue him and screw him. Troy, uh, Doctor Crushers uh, is their assistant who often plays the meditating centre of the two poles. I've never watched Nip Cup, Nicked Up, but it just struck me as a as a no, quite this is hilarious idea. This is brilliant. You have one guy who's very straight laced and uppity and very by the book sort of thing, and then you have the other more Fonzie like sort of plastic surgeon, right? Slash kind of guy, uh, and that would be Bashir. He'd be out pulling the ladies, teasing McCoy. Why don't you come out and pull the ladies, man? You could pull the ladies. I go and pull the ladies. I'm like James Bond. Right. And uh, he'd do that. So it would work? Pardon? It would work. I'd, I'd watch it. Work. Yeah. Hell, if I ever have enough financial backing, I will make that. <laughs> you can't. Well, McCoy's I dead. I wouldn't use DeForest Kelly. Hey? I couldn't work with DeForest Kelly. Aside the fact from he's dead, I wouldn't use him. Okay. I'd sit around going, why are you called DeForest? Who's <laughs> called DeForest? Who's called DeForest? There is were that, a number of that, stupid names in the actors. Is that like DeForest as in taking down a forest? Or is it like a sort of reggae in the forest? <sighs> yeah. Indie's grow in the forest. 
Is that his name? I don't, De I don't think it was De Forest. I think it's De Forest. De Forest. The Forest? No, De Forest. Not De Forest. It's a very strange name. De Forest. It's very strange. De Forest. Name. I don't know. Yeah, there's some odd ones in there. Um, Bones. Pretty much the same show as our modern day Bones. Only this time it focuses on Dr. Leonard. Bones McCoy trying to reconstruct bodies of slain aliens and crewmen to solve murder cases. Um, I've never watched Bones either. I know it's got... Oh, the, it's terrible. It's got Angel in it, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh, it's terrible. And they keep putting it on and they keep making it. So obviously some people are watching it. Clearly, yeah. These are the same people that are still waiting for the end of Lost. Most of us are just sort of going along with it now. It's like, mm. what, I'll, what, if you put it in front of me, I'll watch it. One day I might know yeah. what happened. There are people who would kill their mothers to find out what's going to happen. I don't know. I'm suddenly getting at people who like Lost. I apologise. Yeah. I got off on one there. I have nothing against you people. Watch what TV you like. Uh, Sex and the Starship. <laughs> uh, Deanna Troy, time displaced from her skirt-wearing days. And friends, Seven of Nine, Uhura, uh, display, time displaced from TOS. And Jadzia Dax offer their hilarious, outspoken and outrageous look and dating and interspecies mating um, relating to the new posting abroad the USS Big City. <laughs> That's it's quite, it's, this would be good. It's, it's all good. This would be good. It's all good. I mean, imagine basically just taking every television show you've ever known and just putting Star Trek characters in. That's essentially what we're, we're doing. Do, what we're doing. It'd be I mean, brilliant. I think you could you could categorize these into two subgenres. Right. Um, That's my saying. I know. I, I, you have a catchphrase now. I know. I've just said it. Categorize it into two subgenres. Uh, we have shows that are like spin-offs of Star Trek. But we also have shows that are sort of like, what's on telly in Star Trek? Yeah. Like Pimp My Runabout. Yeah. Which... <laughs> people would be watching that. Yeah, they would. See, this has put me off on an entirely different train of thought. Well, now, it's be like, is, what, what would, would be on they, TV in Star Trek? What would the characters do in Pimp Their Runabout, though? I mean, Riker would have some kind of, I don't know, sex lounge in the back. and It would and... be like Austin Powers' aeroplane. Yeah. That's what William Riker's thing would be like see would if you be like if, quagmire's house if you had a spaceship really you'd, you'd paint it black wouldn't you just to be do you know what you'd do if you had a runabout and you were the federation so in theory had near to unlimited resources anyway wouldn't you just put a hollow room hollow suite in the back and then it could be absolutely anything for whoever was on there that's true a lot less fun though problem solved mm. Today, a lot less fun, though. I will have a green room or a blue room with a big television. Mm. Today, my room will be like no walls, just floating through. That'd be crazy. Can you imagine that? Mm. If, you had, if you made the back of, of your, your runabout <coughs> just stars flying space, so you open the door and you're like, fucking <laughs> hell. Nah, I got you. It's just a holiday. Ah. And then you could get somebody back by making them think that that's what you've done, but actually, no, just have a hole there into space and they'd be sucked out and they'd die but they'd laugh huh. sorry <laughs> laugh in the vacuum uh, Federation gladiators just like gladiators but in the Federation, Federation. yeah uh, this is back this is what would be on TV in Star Trek god he's, he's written a load on this one um, yeah you can read all about all of these on the forum, on the forum. Fred yeah my mother the starship 
Deanna Troy is devastated over the recent loss of her mother, Lux, and a Troy in a freak, tra- freak transporter accident. She begins to think she's becoming overcome with grief. As she thinks, she hears Laxana's voice everywhere on the Enterprise. To her surprise, she discovers that her mother is the ship, as her spirit has been transported into the Enterprise and is able to speak to Diana through, Diana through the computer voice. She, no one, Though no one else believes her, to them the computer <laughs> voice sounds the same. It always has. Diana and Laxana bond as they never could have before. And Laxana is able to help her daughter achieve her Federation officer ranking by not letting her crash the ship into planets. Long-time fans should realise where the inspiration for this one came from. Mm. I like that. It's like the Lovematic Grandpa. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Laxana trying this. That would just be depressing. That never comes up on the show again, does it, either? Mm. That's like the... Uh, have you noticed Julia Roberts looks like Julia Roberts yeah. in Ocean's 13? Have you noticed the computer noticed? sounds yeah. a little bit like is your that, mum? Is that your mum? Is it, did really? your mum record the... Because she would come on board for the first time and speak, and people were like, is that? that's the computer voice. Yeah. Did your mum do that? <laughs> that would happen. Yeah. Never happened. Well, we never saw it anyway. We never saw it. What's the next one? Uh, Mr. Data's World. Data hosts a children's program showing them the wonders of the scientific world through the use of practical scientific demonstration. Very similar to the this is uh, science Geordie's. With Geordie, but yeah, with data. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, the essence of Q. Q realizes with all his omnipotent power and experience that there is only there is one thing he has yet to experience the culinary arts. Taking the position of the Enterprise chief chef q seeks to spice things up however he realizes he'll have to kick it up a notch when he's told that the ship is uh, has a food replicator that allows the crew to simply ask for what they want and bam the replicator instantly produces it using a bit of his power q is able to overcome the replicator and remain chief chef until the arrival of his nemesis chairman sulu or the iron chef I don't get it. I don't get it either. Cooking with Q. I must have, it must be something that we've missed, the show we've missed. So it sounds a bit like Hell's Kitchen or something like that. I don't know, um, maybe... Uh, Hell's Kitchen with Hell's, Q. Hell's Starship you, you Kitchen. Just make Gordon Ramsay cease to exist. Yeah. And change what is considered good. Mm. That would be that pissing off. Well, Star Trek's Hell's Kitchen would have to have someone like Kira as the chef, wouldn't they? I mean, you know... Or somebody, it would somebody be hosted by a Klingon. A Klingon, yeah. In a Klingon restaurant kitchen. Yeah. That serving gach. And you could have the young blonde starlet of the age coming on and being terrified by live gach. Yeah. The bachelor, Starfleet officer and a gentleman. Oh, this is like, uh, I see, each season an eligible Starfleet officer is introduced to 25 equally eligible females from all species. The bachelors go on dates, double dates, sometimes even triple dates, kinky, with each of the girls offering a rose to those who they deem worthy of continuing a relationship this is a really long picking your new boyfriend or girlfriend. I've seen sort of bits of this. Yeah, they when do I've this. been flicking through early morning yeah. Channel Four There's Sunday. Lots of spin-offs of that as a concept because then you have the one. I think there was one where the guy convinced the girls that he was actually a gazillionaire, and then once one picked uh, him, he told her he was. Yeah, he wasn't. Like he was actually loser. broke. He was unemployed. Yeah, there was another one where it was... What was the one with the transvestite and the uh, the transsexual? Something about Miriam. That was it, Where yeah. they got five guys in a villa in Ibiza over the summer to fancy this girl called Miriam, and then at the end she'd pick one, he was over the moon, and then she went, I've got a knob. And he went, 
what? And, and, and everyone yeah, laughed at him. Down there. Everyone laughed at her. And they the producers got terrible. in a whole load of trouble. Uh, but really, if you... No, let's not get into this. I can't help but feel a few people were taken advantage of in that particular televisual experience. It's, well, to be perfectly honest, anyone who actually goes on reality TV, quite frankly, deserves what they get. You yeah, ego fucking that. maniacs. I'm saying this like I'm not myself. But really, come on. This is something for the definitive word. But I mean... Yeah. You deserve what you get. Uh, flavor of quark. Some may say a lot of cooking shows. You people are obsessed. Easy to do. We should do one that, on we should, we should do a cooking show. We always say that. But we though. don't have a clean no. enough kitchen. Nobody does. No. No. Some say that Kirk is the lady killer of the galaxy. Others argue it's Riker, but few will even throw in few will even throw in Jadzia Dax. But we all know when it comes to loving the ladies, and no one does it better than Quark. Well, hang on. This is the same show, but with Quark. Yeah. This is this is the Bachelor, but with Quark. Ah. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was a cooking show. No. All oh, right, I misread it then. A group of 20 females from all species have to come to Quark's Bar and Deep Space Nine to complete a series of challenges to be Quark's true, true love. This is, this, is, this is the Bachelor of Quark. Uh, oh, well. Okay, no one from... Uh, Track out it again, won't we? No, Teenage that's... Teenage Mutant Ninja Klingons. That's, slightly that's different. Like teenage Klingons. Yeah. But, oh, but mutants. Mutant Ninja. Oh, well. Can you imagine mutant... That's from Jason. Uh, mutant Klingons? That'd be quite distressing. A third leg? Bigger. Fourth leg? More ridges. More ridges. Bigger foreheads. And two arms still? Maybe four. Seven eyes. Seven eyes? Two groups of three and then one in the middle. Really, really scary Klingons. Yeah. Right, okay. Petrifying. America's next top Borg. (laughs) Seven of nine hosts of fashion... Too far. Hosts of fashion talent search for the next non-Lenny... Non-Lenny girl. What am I... Why is that? That's from... uh, Girl to wear a skin-tight jumper. The Simpsons where Lenny is dressed as seven of nine. Oh, yes. Non-Lenny girl to wear a skin-tight jumper with no girl uh, with no underwear and strut around the corridors. That's it, really. There are slow-motion shots. I'd be up for that. I'd watch that. Yeah. Hell, we'll make that as well. Trek Busters. Since its debut, Star Trek has served as a launching pad for many people who have later found careers in science and space exploration and has inspired us to go on beyond the boundaries of our understanding in order to seek out new ways of thinking. Uh, that said, with all of its like the pure, this is pure BS. A lot of the science in Star Trek is a bit dodgy, and how could a phaser which disintegrates any unknown red shirt allow an officer to take a prolonged death scene? How do you know what direction to face in order to properly slingshot around the sun and go back in time? Is reversing polarity the easy solution to every damn problem on the ship? Well, obviously it is. It's that or it's a problem with the EPS conduit. It usually is, one of those two. Um, this is like Mythbusters. Have you ever seen No, I've, I've never seen Mythbusters. I'm surprised. You quite, it's, it's like entertaining for 45 minutes. It's nothing special. Yes. Uh, but what they do is they essentially take common popular myths and either prove them or disprove them. This microphone is sort of sinking down. You are. You're sinking slowly. Sorry about any banging there. Oh, okay. We had a microphone stand casualty. I'm just going to... As rich as adjusts his, uh, his Star Trek. So, yeah, so they, they, they debunk the scientific... Yeah. And, and the premise of it is is that they generally do ones that require a great deal of effort that you couldn't do at home in your garage sort of thing. Right. 
the one that always sticks in my mind is they tried to prove if you could swing all the way around a, a swing. Right. Uh, which they decided you couldn't, which is not true because they did it on Brainiac as well on Sky One. And, and they uh, did it, didn't they? They did it, yeah. They just yeah. drove a car into it really, really fast. <laughs> I know it worked. I saw the video of it happening. Yep. That just drive a car into a swing at 90 miles an hour with a child on it, it will go all the way around. Mm. Mythbusters tried rockets and didn't get anywhere. If all else fails, this proves it in science, it's all else fails, drive a car into it really fast. Right. Good lesson for life. <laughs> Such things fix your computer as well. I'd, I'd love to work on that show. It's so much fun. Oh, okay. I'm having many microphone issues now. It's spinning all over the place. Well, we we have the Riker bunch, um, which I've lost because my uh, my phone is shut down. I have it here. Commander Riker and Ezra Dax get married, but they are faced with the task of raising all their illegitimate children. The house cleaner, the doctor, is there is there to give quality advice to them as their children face the pain of growing up in the late 24th century. This is like the Brady the Bunch. The Brady Bunch, right, I see. Were the Bradys illegitimate? I don't know. I don't know what the, the Brady seems situation a, a, was. That seems a bit odd. As I understood it, it was two previously married people with three children each from a previous marriage who got married. And so that doesn't necessarily make the children illegitimate. Now, no, does it? They, I don't think they were. But you, you don't know about Mrs. Brady. Really? Or maybe she put it about a bit. Maybe. We assume they're all to the same man, you know. Right. Um, so maybe, maybe she was just a little whore. Starfleet Squares. People who are no longer any use to Starfleet participate in the game show that's sweeping the Alpha Quadrant. The circle gets the square. <laughs> Uh, apparently, Guinan would have a career in the centre square. She uh, would. I think Whoopi Goldberg does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Okay. Um, what we got there? Growing up Trekkie. There are actually several ways that this show could be taken. Uh, a few that honestly could be made today. I'll list a few variations below. Uh, they're they're listed here. We don't really have enough time to go through them all. Um, but that was what was that? What was that? That was growing up Trekkie. Don't really know. Growing up Trekkie. Uh. Crashed, a variation on Lost Federation Starship crashes on a faraway planet that's actually an outpost that's abandoned. The Starship was one way uh was one its its way to the planet, but became adrift due to an anomaly without any communications. The crew, among them Deanna Troy, of course, but who else would crash the ship? The passengers need to, need to survive to be rescued. If they can be rescued, later episodes feature polar bears, hatches, and others. Uh, Starfleet Idol Federation organises a search for talent Filming on locations like Riser, Beta Z and Vulcan Participating is illogical Should be <laughs> should be interesting And after that we have the final round of Rounds on Earth How conveniently in California by the way Ah, that was it, Cooking with Quark Cooking with Quark Enough said I would love to film that If they ever wanted to bring Star Trek back Like series of web episodes Cooking with Quark yeah, Ferengi TV. So what? What else have we got then? What? What? what oh would no, you you're just coming at me with a random. What else have we? What got? What else could we got? Because I'm thinking uh, it would be quite funny if we had something along the lines of twenty four. Twenty four set in Star Trek. Yeah. Just a, a sort of. Well, you could do that. I would like to see more about Section Thirty One. Yeah, Section Thirty One agents. That that's quite a serious one. Fighting though. against Zindi terrorists. Yeah. Uh, 
to continue the analogy, that would be a sort of like after Enterprise esque Zindi terrorists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Driving and uh, burning cars into clock stuff. is ticking and. Uh, Almost all of the Enterprise crew gets killed off one by one. You see um, that over five seasons. season three of Enterprise. That's true. But, but I think but that was the point of season, season three, three of Enterprise. Was yeah, taking that particular idea and rolling with it. We're being beaten by twenty four in the ratings, so let's make twenty four with Star Trek. <laughs> Good plan, boys. Yeah, mm. that's right. Earn a place working for a major television production studio. Mm. That's right. Who who employs these people? I don't get it. That that's the sort of thing that because it's not something I necessarily aspire to is working for Paramount making a TV show. I've not really ever given it much thought. Wouldn't turn them down. But the fact that there are people there making that upsets me. Mm. And you say I'd have come up with anything but anything's better than that. How about uh Battlestar Enterprise? Battlestar Enterprise, there you go. <laughs> That's I was actually funny. thinking the other day what would have been really, really good with Voyager, another little really, really good thing, would have been they made it too easy for them. They gave them, it was the fact that they were on the other side of the galaxy and then they gave them the fastest ship in the fleet. Why not give it, why not make it a, a completely different idea, the shittest ship in the fleet or like the one that's about to be decommissioned with a captain who's about to retire and a first officer who's about to retire, Avec. Uh, well, not Avec. Uh, like, um, just got my French completely wrong there. Sorry. Uh, like Battlestar Galactica, they were about to be shut down and everything, and then they get shoved to the other side See, of the galaxy. That's gritty, I like. And it. they have to work their way through all of these problems. You could have a captain they made it who, too who easy. Whispered gruffly whenever he spoke, so no one could understand. Never show any saying. emotion. I've come to the conclusion that that's why I'm not too keen on Battlestar. What Adama? I love him. I think he's brilliant. Imagine, imagine, imagine if they had Adama as the commander of, of Voyager. It'd no. Brilliant. For all Janeway's failings, I understand her. Yeah, I understand I the Dharma. the words that she's saying. The Dharma's perfectly understandable. You've just got to listen to him properly. You don't have to listen to him properly. You need to buy the DVD with subtitles. Is that a, a marketing ploy? Probably. Watch the show on TV, but if you want to hear Adama's dialogue, you're going to have to buy the DVD. For the record, Richard Smith does not think much about a Star Galactica. No, that's not true. I am, however, I a fan. Watch them all. Yes, you I have sat and watched them. them all. I couldn't watch them again because I'm just in it for the story at this oh, point. Oh, I'm watching season two again. It, I'm it, really enjoying it. It's good. I, I know it's good. I'm not, I don't wish to criticise it, but Adama gets up my nose <laughs> so much. And I don't really care about any of the characters. Oh, it's I'm, a shame. I'm sorry. They didn't make you have to make them. Well, I can't force you to like the no, characters. But I like I like all of them. The I like all of them. Of the show have to force me. That's how it works. It's from Ronald D. Moore. It's the man who did most of Deep Space Nine. Well, he did a better job there. Well, fair enough. Um, what, other, what other shows can we uh, manipulate to a Star Trek I just like Rise of Nights. I like the, the Rise of Nights spin-off. Is... Yeah. We, you know, you have game show ideas, that sort of thing. Uh... You could do a neat kind of Crystal Maze-esque sort of game in the holodeck. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with the holodeck. It sort of throws anything real into doubt. You could just do anything on a holodeck. Mm. Maybe television is just completely outmoded in the 24th century. But it's not, though, is it? No. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, if you think about it, if you follow it through to its logical conclusion, if you start putting TV shows 
in holodecks, then you could be part of it. So if there was a, a dramatic event, you could be there at the event. Hmm. But maybe you don't want to be. Maybe it's a horrific war zone with lots of people dying and you don't want to go there just to find out what it was like. Maybe the BBC News is quite enough on that. How about... Uh, six, yeah, so thought for you. How about uh, Six Light Years Under? With, uh, six Light Years Under? With uh, Cork and his family setting up a small funeral home and uh, waxing pretentiously about other dead Frangies and Would Ram finally come out? Ram would be... Yeah, Ram would be the, yeah, the gay guy. Um, who would go out with a really, really hard Klingon. Um, <laughs> uh, Quark would suddenly be ladies. Uh, I can't know. That doesn't quite work. But, yeah, I think they'd be quite... I love Six Feet Under, but it is so pretentious. Um, then you have your Starfleet sort of soap opera idea, like Neighbours and Home and Away, but in Starfleet. Yeah. This works for essentially any show. Yeah, yeah. Really, if you pick any show and just put its characters in... What else have I got up there? I don't know. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. The the Starfleets. <laughs> That's crap. The Cisco's. The Cisco's. I don't, I don't know. Babylon uh, 5. Oh, they, they did that. They did that, yeah. Um, Space Nine. Um, Firefly. See, there you go. That's, that'll that's be, back to what we yeah. said that a while ago. Someone non-Starfleet living within the Star Trek universe. Yeah. That would be an interesting way to go. Make it Star Trek, but just remove Starfleet from the equation altogether. Ah. Uh. Now I like that idea. There's a possible series of movies there, too. Mm. We should make those. Are you listening, Paramount? Yeah. We wouldn't do series three of Enterprise, but maybe they would. Well, up there? Family Guy. That's Family like Simpsons. Yeah. Homicide. That's like Star Trek. Yeah. Life on Mars. Life on Mars. So then you would Cisco have... gets hit by Cisco. a shuttlecraft and ends up in the uh, in, the, in Kirk's era. The oh, they did that. Seventies, twenty four seventies, and uh, everyone is wearing flares. And doesn't quite play it by the rules anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> has to adapt to less protocol. And have you watched the Life um, on Mars? Thing I've yet? watched half of them. I got a bit bored, to be honest. It's all right. Yeah. Will, Will's in it. Will Tristram with the definitive word is oh, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah, have you seen it? <laughs> no, yeah. I haven't seen that either, but I know he's in it. Stab him, he says. Or he, he, he like shouts, that. stab him. Stab the fucking copper. I don't know. He's, yeah. he's a hippie. <laughs> he doesn't a hippie. sound much like a hippie. He's a hippie on drugs. Ah. And, of course, when the BBC wish to portray someone on drugs, they either have them examine their hands with an amazed look on their face or become violent, ah. as we both know that that is the only two reactions people on drugs give. Mm. Uh, and if you want someone to portray uh, someone on drugs, uh, Will Tristram Will your is man. your man. Uh, he's, he's good at it. Uh, what else have we got up there? 24, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all the TV shows you want. Police Squad. Police that's, Squad. That's that's almost Rise of Nights, though. Mm. Really. Prime Alien Suspect. I don't know. Yeah. Ultraviolet Vampires in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. We're just naming shows. We are just that thing, that in, thing Star Trek. in Star Trek. Let's yeah. end this show. Why not? Okay. <laughs> this show, but spun off for Star Trek, is. Well, that's just us sat in uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, right. So, uh, well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this. Uh, many thanks to all of the forum contributors, especially uh, Matthew Kay, who started and is the main contributor. A lot of lot of time and effort has gone into his contributions, and you can read them in fuller detail that on the site. That always worries me, because I wonder where else would that time of effort have gone had we not diverted it? Probably some by, reputable by company's work. Stuff, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I do. No, it's not. But, I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah. I'm glad we could help. I'm glad we could help. And thank you very much for your contribution. And your time. Uh, you can listen to some other shows, you know. You don't just have to listen to this no, one. You We've don't. got movies you should see. Yeah, this week, Night of the Iguana. The Night. The Night. I looked it up. Because I wasn't sure. Night of the Iguana sounds better. Uh, but it's the. The. It's on the box. The definitive article. Uh, the definitive word, yes, which is on. What was it this week? This week was the, the planets. planets. The planets is good. Planets, which is basically me talking and Will talking about planets and Craig reading sections of the Space Atlas. Really, which corroborate that, everything. That sounds literally, literally right. Is you, it good? It's actually quite good. But you listen to it, and it's actually uh, me and Ch- Will will say something. Me, Will, and Joe will say something about one of the planets, and then Craig will read what we've just said from a Space Atlas. I don't know. This we were is what all, I'm paying money for. We put this up on the internet. We were, we we were all looking at him while he was doing it. It was just like you're just <laughs> reading from the space atlas, Craig. But he just kept doing it. I don't know. Hang don't on, know. you have a space atlas. Yeah, I bought it when I was ten. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't buy it when wow. I was ten. It was bought for me when I was ten. Well, fair enough. So it's been well, out of date. You have it here. With I have you, it then. here downstairs. I, I'll, yeah. I might have a look at that. Yeah, later. it's nice. It's nice pictures. I might go to a takeaway though and see. Okay. Um, um, ooh, launching soon. Soon. Albums you should hear. Eighth of July. Eighth of July, which is Sunday. Sunday. Is it Sunday? four days after Independence Day? Yes. Four days after you got rid of us. Um, you can listen to albums. You, you, <laughs> you. We assume we're speaking exclusively <laughs> to America now, and not only that, but you were there yeah. when you kicked us <laughs> out of your country. Yes. Uh, four days after that, you can listen to albums. You can hear. Um, it was quite funny, actually. Albums you should hear. Albums you should hear. I um, r- original title. Um, we should have uh, remembered actually ages ago when my parents were booking a holiday to uh, California and my mother was calling up and was calling up loads of hotels because uh, we were doing a big trip and we were going and staying in loads of different hotels and she was calling up and no one was answering the phone and eventually someone answered the phone I think it was in like in the Hilton or something like that and she said oh, what, well what's going on I've been calling loads of different places and no one's answering I demand to be heard said, uh, ma'am <coughs> it's uh, the 4th of July uh, we're kind of all doing stuff today I demand to be heard <laughs> Hotels of America, hear me now. Hear the British. What are you doing on this goddamn day? It's I... so important. Oh, celebrating when you got rid of us. Personally, I think hey. we should celebrate that day. <laughs> well, when For we... the same reason. For the same reason. Celebrating the day that America got rid of us. Yeah. The, the day we got shot of them. <laughs> think you won it a little bit too easily. Did you ever think about that? Hmm? Hmm? How long did the War of Independence last? Don't know. We didn't want the country anyway. Didn't want it anyway. Didn't want it anyway. That much, that much space with that much grass. America, come on, is a massive mowing problem. It is. <laughs> You'd need a big ride on mower. And we took one look at that. Fuck this. Fuck this. What's over that next hill? More grass. 
fuck this, we're going home. Well, we did dedicate large portions of land to other things, like, you know, Australia, massive fucking island. No grass. Prison. <laughs> no grass, though. That's there's why no grass. Keep, keep on keep, to that. Keep that no one. No grass. There's grass there. You've there's got grass in it. America. And this was this was on wooden scissors time, wasn't it? Or something like that? No, proper scissors, probably, if we could sell to America. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm just talking shit. You are. Uh, I don't even know why we're talking about America. I don't this know either. Was kicking, being kicked out. You we're, started it. I did start it, yeah. Um, I also, just had a mind fart. Yes. I think that's what that was. Yes, it's like a polluted fountain of water. All you've got to do is... Shift through the crap and you get at the good stuff. Yeah. Um, so if you go, sorry, albums yeah. you should hear. Albums you should if hear. If you go to simplysyndicated.com slash shows, lovely new website, by the way. It's all updated. Go and look. Go ooh and well, ah. Richard's been working hard. Yes, lovely show. So that we don't have to. And then uh, shows there and albums you should hear. There's yeah. nothing on the RSS feed yet. Yeah. There'll be a promo soon and then the show. Uh, maybe, maybe you might be able to hear a new episode of Weekend Watchers. Um, We're going to do one. Are you going to do one this month? Alison keeps being poorly. Right. And we keep... Uh, th- no, I think we missed the last one because Alison was ill. And then we missed the one before that because we were seeing Stephen Lynch in Bradford. What about, the one, Bra- what about the one before that? was another ill. What, what about the one before lot. that? No, we did that. We've only missed three. Only. Only. We've missed only. three, though. I checked. It's the 9th of June since your last release. Yeah, it's three. <laughs> I know. We know. It's coming. Okay. Okay. Really. Okay. I'm not uh, going to bug you about your show. That's no. fine. Or I'll, I'll have to kill you with my car. Yeah. Uh, Bollocks is, uh, is coming out, though. I love that show still. Uh. Phone me up. Rant. That sort of thing. Okay. All in the show. This session. is really self-indulgent. We're going on for ages. It is. But there's forums now. There's a... A definitive word from go to the website check it out there's shitloads of new stuff excellent and the bollocks blog and soon movies you should see blog and we can watch his blog too maybe an albums you should hear blog maybe I've told you about the movies you should see blog before but you've forgotten I think mm, no no I can remember yeah I can okay, remember okay good okay it's there now we just need to fill it with shit oh that's easy I've got I'll, I'll show it you 20 maybe. things to put it in well, there well that's it so it's going to be amazing so go and check that out one day when it's up when, there's a blog's button on the website but only one of the buttons works because only one of the blogs is there with stuff on Richard Smith working hard so you don't have to yeah so you don't have to yeah so, writing a blog so you don't have to write your own, own news blog. articles as if by yes. me to read and be entertained by yeah it's like making your own films to watch yeah <laughs> that's what you're gonna think those done. those yeah yeah um okay we make our own podcast to listen to well i think uh should we leave it to mr wood to uh see us out yeah then? um what else the uh, email make it so simply syndicated.com yeah podcast i go vote there yeah dig, dig.com if you have dig. to and the store sort of reopen has it Sort of. Sort of. It works. It's not complete, but it works, and not everything is in there yet, but it works. Okay. Okay, now George can see us out. Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.